What's up, Biblio bitches? It's your girls, aka, Hello. in case you don't know. Hey, guess who that is? It's Alex Rosa. Hello. Oh, she's so pretty. And it's me, Kara. I'm all right. I'm like average. She's great. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I just wanted and a beautiful. compliment given to me. <laughs> yes. But hi, Alex. How are you today? Hey, what's going on? Um, you know, what are we talking about today? Guess what? Do you know what it is? I hear this is our spooky episode. Ah, you're right. Boo. It's not Halloween. Ouch. In all things in August. spooky and stuff. <laughs> because we're kind of just over summer at this point. If you want to know the truth, we were just talking about this. It's so depressing. And honestly, we're, well, more, I feel like Alex at her core is a witch in a good way. <laughs> and I just feel like we need to um, represent that and all the witchdom out there. I'm going to be upset if Halloween is canceled. Honestly, I mean, I know that we're kind of leading up to this epic moment. The Halloween is canceled. We were supposed to have a Halloween party at our place. Now, probably not. Universal Studios just canceled um, their scary Horror time. nights? They canceled horror nights to the dismay of Kara, I'm sure. <laughs> I, I honestly did not know they did. That's so Yeah, they officially like, canceled. Universal Studios canceled. Damn. I'm not sure if Knott's Berry Farm is canceling. But um, garbage, so I want to enjoy the spooky time as much as I can. So Kara's idea to do spooky episode, I was like, yes, sign me up. Let's do it. I'm still shocked Ooh. about Horror Nights being canceled. That's like so much money they're It was losing. a sad, yeah, I mean, who is not losing money right now? <laughs> True. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, they sent the email out and I was super sad. I screenshotted it, sent it to a bunch of friends and I was like, sad emoji. Damn, um, that is really sad. That was so fun. Yeah, great times there. I know, and I look forward to it every year. But it's okay. We will make the best of it. Go to a um, real haunted house. I dare you. Check I mean, it out. We, I mean, this is a kind of a funny thing. But I used to say that San Diego is not an old enough city to have anything spooky, and I'm jealous of my friends that live in like Pennsylvania and have like abandoned insane asylums Ooh. to wander in high school. Ooh, that's good spooky stuff. <laughs> yeah. What is it here? What's that um, house in the Whaley Town? That's not even, I don't want to say anything because I don't want the ghost to come get me in the middle of the night, but I don't think that's like super haunted. That was just like kind of just everyone dying. That's it. Well, there's, I mean, it was a place where the hangings were, were done. And I mean, because it is San Diego's like only ghost story, except oh. Hotel Dell. I mean, they've got their ghost stories. There's some solid good ones, but um, there's spooky. Yeah, there's some spooky stories. I mean, but the fact of the matter is that San Diego's not that old of a city. We, we're for the Wild West, you know, so it's only like, late 1800s early 1900s sort of scary stories so you know i want the old shit i want like when i go to new orleans and i get the old like 1700 just you know scary shit i want that i want like that you want a little boy dressed in a victorian sunday outfit to scare you while you shower i know and i ask and i ask and i ask and he never appears that's horrifying. Do you play with a um, Ouija board? No, I oh. because I feel like that's asking for it. Because I mean, like we should actually. That's kind of an if funny intro. But like, there are certain things that I find like fundamentally scary. And yeah. uh, as not a very religious person, I find like possession and like demon possession and that sort of really Ooh. frightening and i feel like it's my grandmother's success of striking the fear of god in me even though i'm not religious but i didn't she, up did, it. she did it she did she succeeded it. so when i'm in like a haunted maze and there is like an upside down cross or like demonic mm. possession which we'll talk about some of our favorite movies some of my favorite movies include demonic possession but um and <laughs> books but they always freak me <laughs> the fuck out 
but I do love a good scare because I love the adrenaline rush of fear. That sounds weird. Me too. My nips get hard. <laughs> I get nervous. <laughs> or is that like the only? I think I remember you, you saying know? that at horror yeah. nights. <laughs> you remember that it's like sometimes they just get so it's like am I aroused I'm like no I must be frightened that it's weird I don't know little TMI but that's just more about me anyways what are you drinking what am I drinking it's another week uh another week another margarita except this one is uh the regular flavored margarita that I finally got my hands on Mm, so um and it is delicious and I'm about halfway through and feeling good Ooh, Laura, what, 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 are you drinking? what are you drinking? I am drinking um, some red wine, a little half bottle. It is La Crema wine. I don't mm. remember which one it is. It is just red. And it's very good. I'm about halfway through too. So it sounds like we're going to have a good time, baby. Boom. Boom. We're cheers. And I'm going to gulp really quick. I'm going to uh, out of my metal straw. Ah, mm. That was a gulping. Oh, that one was mm. acidic. You know when wine it like hits your heart? yeah <laughs> you know what i mean it hurt. it's it's like a salty dog right now down there um but guys we're going to talk about some of our Spooky favorite days. movies some books and also our fave halloween costumes that's so fun yeah i'm looking forward to this episode some of my favorite things um i love scary movies i love scary books i wish i read more scary books but um it's just my favorite halloween i mean favorite holiday I, I should I should get into the it more. only Normally, holiday. The only kinda. holiday. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I think we're excited and Cara, I heard I heard that you have a BuzzFeed oh, quiz. The rumor around town is that I have a BuzzFeed quiz. What <laughs> yeah. are the chances? I do, Alex. I have one. I as per usual, you're just coming in, guys. You give a BuzzFeed quiz, but you don't say what it is until the end. Bam, 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 bam. Excited. So. Are you ready for this? I am ready. Taking a sip. If you can guess it is Halloween related. Well, <laughs> um, first question. This one has pictures with the two, and I kind of wish you saw them because they're really scary. Um, what scares you the most? We got clowns, holes, needles, and confined spaces. No. Clowns. The, the clown picture is really scary. It's like it's like his makeup is dried and his eyelashes are white. It's very scary. Do you, do you remember that those news stories about clowns just like hanging out in the middle of parks at night in like random cities? Life was so cars? much easier back then. <laughs> I would rather us have clowns. Go back to clowns than Corona. Clown 2016 versus yeah, Corona. <laughs> Sick. Um, Alex, I'm going to answer this one for you because it's what's your zodiac sign? In case you're wondering, guys, she's a Leo. Ow. Also, it's almost her birthday, and her Venmo is Alex. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I mean, if you want to pay her money, she might show you her feet. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I tried. She didn't say anything. That's true. Oh, oh. Stop it. Alex, pick a goddamn weapon. Do you want a knife? Do you want a gun? A hammer? Or just anything that could be thrown. It's pretty broad. Throw all those things. I'll take a knife. Shit. You know what? I would choose a knife, too. I want it up close and personal. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, with a gun, you need aim. I am clumsy as shit. That's true. I don't even know how to use a gun. And also, I can't throw things. A hammer, that's intimate. I mean, at least if I had a knife, I could fall into them. (laughs) 
You're not wrong. Or you can cut a steak. See? See? Whatever happens, whatever the stone. night takes you. <laughs> hey, Alex. Uh, when something scares you, how do you react? Do you scream, fight, run, or drop into a ball? Bah! I run. <laughs> the yeah. picture is some it's like rocky balboa too it's really weird but okay um what kind of monster would you rather face a ghost Ooh, a demon i know we just talked about that mm-hmm. werewolf or vampire wait a second wait a second I'm hold getting, up i'm getting past episode vibes um, uh, interesting i would rather god why is this so complicated i would rather interact with a vampire i guess that seems on on brand at this point it does seem pretty (laughs) on brand let's stick with it oh oh okay so we have that's the end of the quiz the quiz was we know if you'd survive a horror film based on your answers do you want to know if you survive what do you think do you think you survived no because i chose vampire you know what? Guess what? You did survive. Wow. So I survived The Hunger Games yeah. in one of our first episodes. Yeah. I survived now a scary movie. A horror film. A man. Horror? But guess Whoa. what? You barely made it out alive. I'm not okay? surprised. I want you to know that. Sure, you'll have some serious trauma to work through for years to Screw come my life. from watching everyone <laughs> around you die, but you're breathing. Damn. Wow. That's that's aggressive, man. Whoa. That's but you survived. I mean, at least I made I, it. I'd be sad without you, so I'm glad you're here. <laughs> we did it. We did um, Alex, I hear there's a story. I think we each have our own personal stories about our favorite Halloween costume. I'd love to hear yours. It yes. sounded uh, interesting. Yes, as an aficionado of Halloween, I do love a great <laughs> Halloween party. I just um, You're like Heidi Klum. Yes, I I have always had friends who threw like amazing elaborate Halloween parties and I'm excited to always be a part of those things. I was hoping this year would be my year to throw my own awesome Halloween party, but alas. Um, but one <laughs> year I decided um, growing up, I my parents were always really into Halloween. My dad would always go all out with makeup. So I was like a true believer in that Mean Girls, Lindsay Lohan style where she would be something scary instead of something cute. So one year I decided to try <laughs> and combine funny. them and I was going to this Halloween party and this dude I really liked was also going and we were really close friends at the time and i was like this is going to be the time where i'm going to steal a steal and i'm going to tell him cute man yeah i'm going to be cute for sure yeah it's going to be this will be the moment where like he realizes that we need to be together well i decided to go to this party as a zombie and i went all out but i was like if i remember correctly i went as like dead pocahontas or dead sacagawea or dead fire lily from peter pan so what i did is i wore like oh, a somewhat like an indian costume because at the time i didn't understand cultural appropriation so i'm sorry please don't damn me and it was, um, early, 2000s, it was early 2000s for sure Different, and yeah. um i wore contacts because i thought they really finished the look <gasps> and as an artistic oh, person i did like uh, or a creative person i did like those yellowy contact lenses and then i did my face like very studio effect like bruised face and all that sort of stuff and uh, it came out so good and i remember being like i am frightening and when i went but like i was so proud but when i went to the party (laughs) my friends were starting to tell me like no you like you look really scary and i finally got to go like my friend arrived the dude i was having this crush on and he came up to me and we were talking and i was like in my head i was like this is going great and he actually stopped me and he was like hey, I'm sorry, I really want to talk to you, but I literally can't look at you right now because oh you're God. so terrifying. And Jesus. and I couldn't even believe it. And thank God I was wearing makeup because I like 
just felt like I melted underneath it. And I was like, it's fine. And then like he walked away. <laughs> and then I remember voice. like 20 minutes later, I like took out my contact lenses and I was like, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be scary anymore. I like really freaking cute in the costume. It was just my face that was yeah. a little scary. I mean, everyone was very impressed with it, but um, it definitely taught me that there is, there is a line. Cara. There's a line. No, there isn't. You know what? Wait, did you did you date that guy? No, it didn't end up working. Out. You know what? You know what? That guy's a pussy. You don't want to date him anyway. Yeah, it didn't work okay, out. So, it's fine. It's yeah, fine. I'm much it's happier. It's fine. Exactly. And yeah. if he can't handle a strong, scary, independent woman, <laughs> that's on him. Yeah. That's on him, Alex. Yeah. All right. That's honestly greater of a story than I imagined. I did not know that. That's, that's a hundred percent true it. story. Yeah. Do you have a picture of it still? Oh, of my scary face? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. <gasps> I will send it. Okay. We will post it. Yes, no, we'll post it. I don't post <laughs> mine's, well, mine's like not, my, I was a cow. Um, <laughs> well, were you a cow? Because I heard that you kind of couldn't be so, a cow. So, I don't know if any of my past coworkers will hear this story, but they'll know. If, and if you were to mention the word cow at my last place of employment, like you would get an earful, man. <laughs> Set the scene. I'm working at a hotel. <clears throat> It just wasn't a great culture. I'm going to leave it at that. And I was told we could dress up. I was told that with somebody's mouth in their words. Okay. So I do what everyone does. I go on Amazon. Also, I am boycotting Amazon though right now. This was back in the day. Right? Go on Amazon. I get a cute cow shirt. Cute little cow ear horns. All right. And I go to work. And no one is dressed up. Not a soul. <gasps> Not a soul is dressed what up. Betrayal. But I wasn't like crazy. Betrayal. And I was like, that's really weird, but I'm still going to wear my outfit. I look cute. I sit down and someone comes to me and they're like, Cara, didn't you know yesterday they said you can't wear costumes? I'm like, yesterday? <laughs> they told you yesterday. I wasn't in the memo. I'm wearing my outfit. So then my boss comes to me and they're like, listen, I'm so sorry, but like the general manager told me like, you can't be a cow. You got to take your ears off. And I literally, you know when like it's like the last fucking straw that was the last straw man i like dramatically i like threw the biggest fit and i was like this is against america i can't believe this right now and i went to my car and i like considered driving away and just literal bullshit i mean it's kind it of was, get it <laughs> bullshit somebody was like god car i don't have a cow and i was like you can literally kiss my butt right now shut up <laughs> my big old cow butt so that was my favorite outfit, and I hope I could be it maybe this year. But, like, it was just so – it was the most Halloween oppression I've ever felt in my wow. life. Wow, how dare they give yeah. you the ability to dress up and then yeah. take it away without your notice, as if setting you yeah. up for failure. They did. They are like, I want you to come to work looking like an idiot, but then we're going to tell you you can't look like an idiot. And I was like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> I, I'm not sure. And then that day – that day I had to meet with a client and I was like, should I wear my ears? Cause now I just wear a cow shirt. Now I look stupid. So anyways, I'm still sensitive about that. As you can tell. Mm. Our Halloween stories are like kind of sad. I mean, I've had many a great Halloween. Same, but, but this one stuck out yeah, to me. <laughs> okay. Wait, really quick. What was your favorite non-depressing outcome Halloween costume then? <laughs> You know, I really enjoyed last year's Halloween party that we went to um, at our friend's house. Oh, I was dressed no up as uh, Mia from Pulp Fiction, and um, I just looked out like a yeah. recently coked out Mia. 
um, from Pulp Fiction. I had the blood coming out my nose and I was wearing like the Mia wig from Pulp Fiction, the bob. I remember you were like, you should cut your hair this way. And um, because I had like the bangs and the bob and then I wore the They did look good. I thought you looked very cute with that. Um, hair. I wore the white dress shirt and I drew the dot on my boob to for where the adrenaline Ooh. needle was supposed to go. And, it looks um, good, man. Yeah, and that was a good party. I had a good time. We stopped by. Uh, I got drunk on accident. I'm pretty sure I remember correctly. I went, but I Listen, had good was intention. I there? Wait, yeah, weren't you? Because Matt was Mikado. He was an avocado. Dude, that was like two or three years ago. That was not last year. Whoa, that was that was like. What? That was like, I swear, two years ago. That wasn't last year? No. What did I do last year? I don't know. Because I I remember I was so pissed off about some... Because, dude, I swear that was like two years ago. But I was at that one with Mikado, which is her boyfriend. He was an avocado. It was really Yeah, now we call him Mikado. That's the first time I met him. That's right. That's right. As an avocado. (laughs) And it was so cute. What was I? Was I anything for that? Did I dress up? Probably not. I'm so bad at putting out together costumes. Mm. I was a male band once, though. Is that your favorite? That was because um, I wore, like, an orange wig with it. Why not? And I remember, this was, like, when I could trick or treat. This was, like, a long time ago. And everyone would be like, you're going postal? Haha. And I, like, didn't know what that meant. I'm like, yeah, man. They're like, what the fuck? But to go postal means you're going to, like, shoot people. That's right. And I didn't know that. (laughs) And I thought that was kind of an inappropriate joke to make to a child. I didn't know. But I did love that outfit. It was really cute. Um, not that I want to get yeah. too much into it because we'll probably cut this out later because I only need so many stories, but I did go trick-or-treating once. I think I was a vampire, ironically enough, and I was very proud. Oh, My parents took me trick-or-treating nice. and there was a house that looked like a castle and I was super excited to go get my Ooh. candy. It was a really excellent neighborhood that I lived in at the time. Very good candy selection. I like that. Um, I like that. And I didn't know. I felt like I was being set up for failure right from the beginning because I didn't understand. My mom waited at the gate and was like, no, you go. And it looked like a little castle, like with like a little, like almost circular oh. sort of entrance. And when I walked in, I had a little bridge that went over like a koi pond. And my mom was like, go I'm by scared. yourself. Go by yourself. And I was like, okay, I trust you with my life. And I walked You're over. You're my mom. <laughs> You're my mom. And I walked over the bridge, and I remember hearing something fly by my face, and it was like, <gasps> and I was like, what? What is that? And I must have been like ten, and I was like, what? And then I could hear it coming around again. And it was like, and something wet and slimy like hit my face, and I what? didn't know what it was, and I was like, what is going on? And my mom was laughing, and then I heard it again. <gasps> So and it like rude. hit my face again and I was like what is going on it's so dark and scary and then all of a sudden at the door lights turn on and the lights turn up at the top terrace because it looked like a castle and there was some kids playing trickery on the trick-or-treaters and was had like a uh when I the lights turned on but I realized what was happening is they had a fishing pole and at the end of the fishing pole there was a squid attached to it and they were like swinging it in the darkness and that's what hit me in the face and the mom came out and gave me like a king size snickers and was like thanks for being a good sport and i was like what my mom guess what she was doing laughing to stop she was dying she was so she thought it was so funny they couldn't use like a sponge like a wet sponge no, I, re- a real I remember it stopping in front of my face and being like is that what i think it is and it was what what if you were allergic yeah that sounds like a lawsuit yeah Am I, I wish i was because i got pissed slapped about this. i was pissed yeah i was like mom which side are you on 
I'm unknown inside. <laughs> yeah. I want to see Joe. And then I was That's supposed to so carry weird. on as if Halloween was normal, even though I was like. As if he didn't smell like a squid? Yeah, slapped me in the face twice. That's I don't know. I'm going to cut so this out later. Funny. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> no, listen, guess what? Guess who's editing this episode? It's me. It's me. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. We'll squid see. Stays I don't know what not. story I'm stay. ready. We'll see, won't we, lady? <laughs> I'm gonna call you Squid Slap. Squid. I, I mean, you squids. say it, and I flashback. <laughs> I keep seeing squids everywhere. What's going on? Wow, that was that was a story that had such an unexpected ending. I'm still shocked. It was unexpected even at the time. <laughs> I, well, anyway, speaking of squids, what are your favorite scary movies? <laughs> Moby Dick. Just kidding. Um. <laughs> my favorite movies so Cara, Cara doesn't like scary movies I do not enjoy scary movies I don't like demons kind of something you touched on I don't and like blood you chose this episode you chose spooky episodes so you still yeah, love Halloween but you don't like scary things that's true so it's wait, very very true what would you what do you include in your scary movie category so my favorite scary movies brave little toaster because it's horrifying <gasps> oh my god that Have movie you? is scary so scary when that air conditioner it's it's so horrifying and yeah like i i think one of the characters like commits suicide quote unquote do you remember that god i'd have to reach into the far back side of my brain but i think i do remember i mean i just remember the air conditioner like freaking out and having like a temper and essentially like exploding with anger and dying Yes, it's all oh, that that was like the scene that I was like, no, I'm not into this. And it's, it's fairly scary. early on in the film, if I remember correctly. Yes, it, it totally is early. Yeah, because they haven't left the I house just, yet. It's not brave. It's not a toaster. <laughs> what is it? It's trash. It's straight trash is what I feel. I feel like I have a really hoarse voice. Too. I'm like, it's trash. Right? I don't like that movie. It's very scary to me. And this, I dislike it. It's funny that you mentioned like an animated film because this is not on my list. But my brother growing up was deathly afraid of the Beauty and the Beast because of the intro part of that movie because it was so horrifying. Oh, and it's really scary though. Yeah. That is super, super scary. Yeah. I agree. He was deathly afraid. He would never watch. He was like, no, no Beauty and the Beast. You can't make me watch this. Like, but I'm here for the library. <laughs> it is beautiful. Yes. I'm here for the what's it called when the sin syndrome Stockholm kidnaps syndrome? Stockholm. You're here for the Stockholm syndrome. That's right. You were there. I mean, for, really terrifying film. Stuff. It is horrifying, <laughs> man. Is that on your scary? Was that on your it is not. No, list? my all what's of my your, films are solidly horror films. Well, what's what's one of them? Tell me, please. Um, know. You know, I'm gonna. Okay, I was not gonna start with this one, but I will because oh. it's, a, it's a weird one. It's a weird one. Okay, is um the movie Dead Silence. And it's about it's a doll. Or yes, it's with the puppet. Yeah, nobody. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't really know many people who've seen this, but um, that movie is kind of dumb. But um, it's okay yeah. because it makes up with a really great scary timing. Like it, like really takes advantage of those like jumpy moments. And yeah, who the totally fuck likes like puppets like marionettes and shit so uh, um murderers yeah <laughs> yeah so uh that is weirdly one of those movies that i think i like kind of watched on a whim and then realized that okay. i was absolutely terrified of that movie so fuck yeah um, that's super spooky man yeah. i'd be really scared of you too ryan quanton in it he was in true blood he plays um jason stackhouse oh. did you watch true blood no okay that's another vampire show sorry i need to have hbo like a rich person all right (laughs) wait is it hbo i think yeah it was on hbo i think it's hbo it's on hulu now 
Oh, I ha- actually do have Hulu like a rich person, so maybe I'll watch yeah. it. It was but it was yeah. a good show. We it, it was good. But um but yes, Dead Silence freaked me the fuck out. But mainly because it was so Scary. good at timing. I mean, because yeah. I was just on the edge of my seat, so I saw that and I like that. It is super spooky. Yours are like real spooky ones. My my next one is Mask. Jim Carrey. With Jim Carrey. You know, I, I get this one. Horrified. So scary. It's that dark. It's a horrifying. dark movie, actually. If it's you strip away dark. Jim Carrey from it, it's a dark movie. It's so scary. It, I mean, like, I don't even remember that aspect. I just remember his face literally being scared. I mean, like, he's not, not a nice person, really. Level. I mean, the character no. is funny, but he's not actually very nice. It, it, I can no, see no, that. No, no. I can see that. It's like Beetlejuice. It reminds me of Beetlejuice, but I, but I do like Beetlejuice. Oh, good lord. That's one of my favorite yeah. movies ever. I'm, oh, that movie's oh, so good. Yeah. Lydia Dietz is like one of my favorite characters. I mean, I love oh, Winona Ryder, an but she's one of my girl crushes. Uh, Winona, if you're listening, we still love you, okay? Yeah. <laughs> What's your next spooky movie? Um, I don't know. This one is, uh, you ever seen Jeepers Creepers? It's got Justin Long in it. Um, Jeepers Man, Creepers. it's been a long it's, time. It's early 2000s film, but it has this crazy scene that really impacted me. I mean, the movie is really scary in the sense where like it's, you know, he's traveling across the, you know, he's road tripping, I think, with his sister for college. And it's scary because I have, there's like a fear, an element of fear when you think about driving through just middle of nowhere, you know, America and these small yeah. towns that are just so off the grid. But there's a scene where they go to investigate because they see that person like throwing bodies down like a chute and they feel the need to investigate. Hello, don't do that. Um, don't do that. But there's no, a not scene at all. where he's like walking because I think he's trying to find somebody at this point or, and there's like myths about the area but he walks in and the way the cinematography is actually pretty good um is because jeepers creepers one is good jeepers creepers two is a little silly but when he's walking into the cave (laughs) it isn't until he starts to walk in that the room starts to illuminate or come into focus and what he realizes is that there are bodies pinned all over the walls and Ah! i remember just being like no (laughs) no i just didn't stop watching um, I no, did eventually so finish scary. the film. It was really freaking no. scary. I mean, Absolutely. I mean, the whole creature thing was freaky. I don't think it's got the greatest ending or anything, but I think overall that movie was pretty horrific and um, scared me to the core, but I liked it. So I, I should clarify Damn. the difference probably between me and you, Cara, is that I really enjoy these films. They're like yes. in a category of like films that I enjoy for their horror. Yes, I do not feel the same way. <laughs> I had to sit through. Did you ever see the new version of The Evil Dead? I think like did I ask you this? No, 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 not that. I haven't seen the new version. No, I, I was like forced to sit through that in a movie theater. It, I literally, you guys can see my eyes are closed right now, and I did my ears. Like I, I hated it. I just don't enjoy being spooked where I can't escape it. But I also do love haunted houses so i'm not really sure where i fall i'm very particular <laughs> about my fear like with movies like i like the jumpy mm. fear i do i i actually love a good suspense and like serial killer and like all that sort of stuff but the one thing i don't like is excessive gore like oh, like, like the, hostile yeah. or or uh torture porn tor- yeah i called? just don't like yeah. that doesn't scare me it actually stresses me i keep i tell people this and people think it's weird but when there is like torture porn like that it makes my yeah. back ache like it stresses me out so Ooh. much that it makes my back hurt i know that's bizarre bizarre but like you're that and you're like rigid yeah like like when i watched the hostel or anything like that like no it's just unnecessary physical pain and it just like i because i like a plot i mean that's just who i am i like a good story and when it's just violence it's too much like 
there's a line because I still really love Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like the, even the new one. I enjoy that story. But again, yeah. it, it's it teeters. So I'm almost being a little too violent, but I still really enjoyed that film as a whole. You think that's not torture porn? All right. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> would you consider the human centipede torture porn? Or that, you know that what? Like a scary movie? I mean, I think it is in a horror movie category. I have not seen that movie. I just know what I know of the human centipede is what South Park taught me of the human centipede. And therefore, oh, I you've never seen never it? watch it. No. Yeah, I've never seen it's it. It's actually not as bad I, really? I, as you think. I mean, I didn't watch it. I don't, I wouldn't sit through it to enjoy it, but it wasn't. I mean, I've never heard know. someone go, I really enjoy the human centipede. <laughs> You know who says that? The guy. Did you ever hear about like what is the Human Centipede two? Where they're like, it's about the guy who watched like the movie The Human Centipede and tried to like recreate it, but it was like scary. Good God, no! It's a mess, man. The whole series. <laughs> like, I don't know who created this, but they were like, this is good. This is art. <laughs> this is what the people want. <laughs> um, but those are kind of like, I mean, for me, those two are honestly like the scariest movies I can think of. Like. The rest, what you're saying, like traditionally scary movies, I feel it, but like I won't dream about those. Like I still to this day am like I would never want to look at a toaster. <laughs> Any toaster. <laughs> Get it away from me. <laughs> I mean, as a child, that must have been traumatizing. It's horrifying, man. Or did you ever see Homeward Bound? Yeah, Homeward? I cried. That's like also a movie that's like borderline scary to me. Is that weird? Yes. <laughs> it is weird. All but right, it's that's sad. Such a note, but, like, it's scary when she falls down the waterfall. And for some reason, that, like, really resonated with me. Like, what if well, I fall it's definitely waterfall? suspenseful. Maybe that's the word. Maybe I'm getting those confused. Um, Alex, do you have any, like, favorite spooky books? Or, like, yeah, actually, I'm going to segue with a favorite movie that is also one of my favorite books. <gasps> oh, um, that's exciting. Yeah, so I love the movie Interview with a Vampire which I guess is considered a scary film, but it is an excellent film. And this is one movie off my list that I will really highly recommend anyone to watch if they haven't seen it. Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise, Kirsten Dunst. That was her breakout role. You got Antonio Banderas. It's about vampires and it's about the vampire Lestat and, um, you know, his story. And it's actually a book series, but that movie particularly, uh, Christian Slater's in it. He plays the reporter. It is creepy. It is good. It's gritty. And it's just really, really well done. Interview of the Vampire is written by Anne Rice. I don't know if she did the screenplay at all, but um, it is just such a good movie. And it is really creepy in all the best ways. The book is really good. And the Vampire Lestat series is really good. So that Interview of the Vampire is at um, the top of my list and just as a little nerd caveat is um, when I go to New Orleans they have like a vampire ball that I go with my friend Elise we've gone a couple times and it's really themed after Anne Rice's books that's how it started and everyone dresses like like early mid-century like vampires like vampire Lestat and it's just like really magical and very cool and people are super into it and it's just kind of a fun experience and a couple of the times that we've gone Anne Rice was there because it's kind of her thing what yeah it was very very cool we did get to go meet her and she was releasing a book at the time it was um Prince Lestat when because I don't think that she had come out with books in a really really long time and she had finally come out with another one um and it was just very cool um it was a really cool moment for me because my dad is who got me into Anne Rice and had read the books and like um had it on his bookshelves and um introduced me to the movie and I've just really I've always enjoyed the creepiness of it of all 
things. And um, what was even cooler to like dig into this even a little bit more is I went to an old like uh, a used bookstore in New Orleans and I found a first edition from like 1988, like the year I was born or 87. Just casually? Yeah, you like just in casually the store. Found it? I found it in the store That's and it was really a little cool. pricey, but like I am a collector of Worth it. old books or signed books and it was like a first edition interview the vampire and it felt like finding a gold mine so i love that <laughs> book and um i love that movie and um that's kind of um how i'm gonna start off my my bookish list that's so cool mine are like not even once again scary we i kind of briefly gave a little intro to this to alex but like the book which is also a movie yeah i think about it flowers in the attic you guys I read this when I was much too young to be reading this. It's such a fucked up. Do you, do you know what it's about? Like, do you know the premise at all? Or? I, if I remember correctly, it's about family that like the kids who are locked up in the attic and there's like an ancestral mm-hmm. relationship between uh, the brother and the sister. Right. But that's kind yeah. of all I know. There's actually another I mean, podcast that I had listened to called my favorite murder. Hello. I love. That oh, podcast. I love that podcast. Um, they the did podcast. like, I think an episode or a read along or a series or something on flowers in the attic. So that's like, really? My, yeah. Yeah. But that's kind of where I get some of my recent commentary from that. That's perfect. They probably have more information than me then. Cause it's been a long time since I've even like looked at this. But, like, there's this insane, I, I could be wrong, you guys. It's, like, an ant or something that just locks them all up inside. And I'm pretty sure, like, one of them dies up there because of, like, they're starving in the whole incest, like, relationship. I read this when I was, like, maybe in sixth grade. Like, I was reading way this, too early. Reading this along with, like, boxcar kids, like, nothing <laughs> to do with each other. And I read it, and I was like, this is absolutely horrifying. And I remember there was a series. And I swear at the end of the book or like one of the later books, like the brother and sister are together. They're like a thing. And I'm like, this is not okay. And it just made me, it was horror, but like real life horror. And that's what made it scarier. I was like, right? It's just like, oh, that's so scary. I don't want (laughs) to be banging my brother. I don't want to die. Like, so that's how I feel about all that. That is creepy. It's creepy, man. I don't, I don't like it, but coming in with true crime i read helter skelter which is about um, the manson murders and the manson family super good i think it's a i mean it's a really well-known book and it gave me the heebie-jeebies because essentially like i mean obviously charles manson's super fucked up but he also didn't really kill anyone but his whole life story and the whole thing is you know rest in peace sharon tate and the part that makes it super creepy is it's a true story so um, just kind of that real life feel that you were kind of talking about. Um, I remember, I think I read it in high school because I love a good serial killer story from high school. <laughs> Who doesn't? Who, Who doesn't? doesn't? <laughs> um, but it's just, it's just super creepy. And um, I wanted to read it because I knew it was very like well known. And um, it's good. It's good. I mean, it gives you all the Manson murder details and it's just, um, it's a good read. Um, speaking of another podcast, uh, oh my the God. last <laughs> podcast on the left, which is like true crime conspiracy podcast. If you listen to My Favorite Murder, you probably know of this podcast too. But Oh, um, I've heard that. Yeah, it's these three dudes. They're super hilarious. But I think they do like a two or three part series 
on uh charles manson and like from his Ooh. when he was young like when he was an aspiring musician all the way up until like he was put in jail and like on trial and it is an excellent series if you want to know more about charles manson okay. it's, it's by far some one of my favorite uh series that they've done and i just love that they break it up and they really take the time to deep dive and their research is just so good so another really good helter skelter recommendation are we gonna be a true crime podcast actually should we just <laughs> like, throw books away and just do that because I mean like sounds like we know our shit sounds like <laughs> and I like it so my final book on this list of spooky is a book you guys probably had to read in high school it's called crime and punishment hear me out <laughs> if you guys probably didn't read it because it was like straight up I think it was like 700 pages it's big and the writing is small but it's about this it's very troubling did you did you have to read that in high school no. or was my high school just whack you, okay so my high school was just whack um so it's about this guy it is really sad it's like a really deep dark look into mental health but he basically he's like this guy on his luck also guys i haven't read this since like 10th grade so if i'm wrong don't yell at me okay um but he's down his luck murders this lady for money because of course you know what else are you gonna do and i think they're in russia in like the early 1900s you don't have a lot of options man so he murders this lady and he buries her underneath the house i believe and he just like wrecking himself over this he can't sleep he can't eat he hears this lady and it goes from like when he right before he kills this lady like all the way because he gets caught he goes to jail it's just horrifying i didn't even know that was scary Book. Listen, it's honestly, I'm, I'm considering, I want to reread it again, but I have so many goddamn notes in that book because it was like for high school and it's like, I'm going to highlight everything. I'm going to underline anything. I can't read it <laughs> because it's so convoluted <laughs> with my dumb 10th grade notes. So they had to buy it again, but it's really good. It's super long. I have one other book on this list, but it's not going to be a surprise to anybody because we actually covered it in our very first episode of some of Aye. our favorite books of all time. But I'm just going to touch on this. My last book I you know, have three on my list is Amityville Horror, which was based on a true story, Aye. quote unquote, and quote me on the quote unquote. But um, <laughs> but um, it's truly a creepy read. Um, you can listen to our first episode to hear me kind of like deep dive into like why it gave me the creeps. But uh, definitely a scary story and kind of hint, like is hinged on that like demonic possession that really hits me to my core. Uh, couldn't put it down, even though I tried because it was so terrifying. Had to finish it. And I was like, whoa, I'm scared for the like rest of time um to find out later <laughs> thanks to true crime podcast because again we keep talking about true crime podcast why not it's Just not even it like a completely true story but it is based on the um, actual real murders that occurred in this house so that is the one true element but the book itself is super creepy again i will try not to go into it but if you like creepy stories this book was written i think in the 80s i think it is still really good now and there's movies made into it i think there's like a version from the 70s and there's also like a new version with ryan reynolds ryan reynolds yes. um, <laughs> but that is one of the creepiest reads ever i mean i read it when i was kind of young and you know naive it's it's hard for i mean there are obviously tons of genres of books it's so hard to be a horror like author sure because to know what people are going to be scared of i mean there's easy stuff clowns duh you know taxes Duh, horrifying but like to, <laughs> to like get a reaction from an audience i mean that's so well, difficult Stephen i think you didn't make either of our I, lists i put almost put the shining but he is like the king of all types of scary 
you said you read a book like that was about him or like about his yes, process or I, something about writing yes i wrote i read the book stephen king on writing you wrote it no, no i just, uh, um but it talks about his writing process and it was really really good if you are a writer and you're trying to find your zen and get into the flow i highly recommend his book i really like his unfiltered view which could almost teeter on like being a little bit of an asshole but still i really <laughs> applaud him for his um unfiltered truth and um it was just a really great inspiring read but you read it and you kind of get it um i mean Stephen King, ultimate horror novel writer, right? He's like the one million dollar writer. He wrote The Shining. He wrote Jeez. it. People forget. He wrote Pet Cemetery. He wrote The Stand. He wrote, he wrote all of the books. Yes, like all these famous scary books that um, you know, it's just it's it's mind blowing, really. And he is just the master of the genre because you were kind of talking about how like how do you be a how are you a horror author and know what scares people and um and he literally writes a little bit of everything i actually had a friend who asked me to read a stephen king novel with him and i did, admittedly i didn't finish it but it was a um it was a series of short stories like it was a series of scary short stories oh, and i think they unpublished this book or this short what? story because it was really horrifying and you know, if you've read this, short story, it was because I'm going to I'm actually I wasn't going to get into this part, but I'm going to talk about the short story because it really impacted me because I think it truly shows you that Stephen King knows what scares people in like weird mental ways. I mean, you read The okay. Shining, you kind of get into these sort of pieces of like the, you know, being stuck in the middle of nowhere and the area and the haunting and all that sort of stuff. But there I don't even remember the name of this short story, but the short story, it starts really abruptly and it's a dude in this journey of his thought process and you realize he's sort of troubled and then all of a sudden in the middle of the story he's pulling a gun out of a closet and you don't really understand but it's like the last day of school and the next thing you know he's like looking out a window and he's talking about these families and all this sort of stuff and the next thing you know he's pulling out his gun and he's just shooting people through the window and it's a story of a school shooting and it's way oh, and you had no idea I had, like in the story you don't, up, you don't even feel it coming it was so masterful wow. and it was such an impact I think it was so it's it's like one of those banned reads now i don't even know if you can find it published anymore but this was like before wow. columbine this was like before all these sort of stuff i mean it's just it just shows you that stephen king really understands like the how to get under your psyche skin. and get under your skin and you did not see it coming i like i was like with this kid and you were like trying to figure out and you knew he was kind of angsty and like bitter and all sort of stuff but then all of a sudden he's just like shooting people outside the college dorm window and, and and he talks about how the crowd thins and everyone runs inside and it just ends i think he kills himself at the end spoiler alert horrifying short story i mean and it took me maybe 20 minutes not even to get through i mean 30 minutes yeah. i don't even it's not that long but like that's pretty terrifying it's like real life it's like real life I'm, horror yeah it hits home, i feel especially like that's now. like if i can't even get my words out um but sorry I i'm feel... coming in so dark no, I mean, that's a, that's the point, though. He is a dark, dark writer. He knows what he's doing. But, I mean, demons are scary. Ghosts are scary. But, like, in the end, an author that I feel like can captivate such a real-life, very scary issue and make you scared to your, like, bones alone in a room, um, that's a good author, man. That's yeah. a good story. Damn. That's, yeah. that's, some deep, that's some deep stuff. But Stephen King, I've never read any of his um, books because as... I've seen the movie. Yeah. I feel, and that movie's very scary. I had a friend in high school who read his books like 
like one after another. She was always reading a Stephen King book. Oh God! Yeah. Did she sleep? I don't even. That's scary. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, but I was like jealous because I would, in the sense, because I would try to read Stephen King novels, but they're hard to get into. Kind of like Michael Crichton novels can be kind of overwhelming to get into. Mm. Michael Crichton wrote mm. uh, Jurassic Park and Lost World and Sphere and Congo and stuff. So, Takes a while for sure. Yeah, they're 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 kind of deep dives. There's a lot of details, and it was always hard for me to get past those details. But now that I'm an adult, I'm not in high school anymore. Maybe I would appreciate it. Maybe <laughs> I should pick up Pet Cemetery, and- which I hear is really good. Pet Cemetery. I feel like that that would be one I'd probably no. Actually, I don't think no, I. No, it's could. creepy. I You'd some... be scared. I know, but I have some kitties and. I read the what? Secret Window. That was another Stephen King book I read. The Secret Window. The Secret. Isn't that about? God, it's about a, a writer. A it's about it. It's with um, Johnny Depp, and he's a writer. And some dude shows up on his doorstep, and he's like, "You, that's my book. You wrote my book." And he's like, "No, I didn't." And then it gets really creepy after that. God. Johnny Depp is the king of spooks as well, I will say. What are the king of spooks? Yeah. I think in my life, my issue is, it's funny because I, like, I just like light and happy things. Like, sure, I mean, shows, I don't I get watch that. shows with a lot of drama, right? Dude, You're I do not, not watch, um, did we talk about this yet? I don't watch books. I don't read books <laughs> and I don't watch movies that make me cry. I don't, that's not what I'm here for. So I okay. don't be scared. I like being scared, but don't like being sad. Weird. That's, do, I mean, but... Is being scared and sad the same thing? Because Pet Cemetery sounds like it could be scary and sad. I definitely don't want to cry. Too bad. I think you're going to cry on that one. You have Ju- <laughs> So she has a sweet little Maine Coon. He's so... I'm sorry. She... <laughs> It's so stupid. She is beautiful angel, and it's like I don't want to read Pet Cemetery because I don't want Juno to be no. in there. Okay, no. that's horrifying to me. Horrifying. That's real life. I don't like it. But like if if our animals came back and they were like the same demon possessed no no same they're oh. just like dead <laughs> alive then i'd be down da- i'd read that book that would be great sure it's a very different book um, it's more like a never-ending story type thing that's uh, god we are just the best you know halloween guys spooky stuff as you could tell i'm the bitch here in alex rosa <laughs> is very brave but i i'm so sorry really quick full circle for like Halloween horror night, though, I'm always in the front leading the pack. That's mm. true because I, I mean, is that a tactic though? Is that get no? Just that, that shit like doesn't scare me for some reason. Like oh. when they jump out at me, I'm like, Meh. seen huh. it before, see huh. it again. Is that weird? I mean, then you're brave in some ways. Thank you, see? but don't don't read me a spooky story because <laughs> you know what's gonna happen, all right? <laughs> oh man but good yeah, times you guys spooky. spooky spooky um i i thoroughly enjoy talking about spooky things and i enjoy talking about it middle of august or i mean beginning middle whatever um but it's all the same, it's all the same. i mean what day is it <laughs> i don't know what day it is i honestly i thought it was thursday it, i wish it was thursday because then oh, i mean i have vacation it'd be coming your birthday. Up. i know i just be your birthday on Thursday. Tap out mentally, check out for a few days. Um, Ah. but I am really excited. Cara, I got a book that I pre-ordered. It hit my Kindle today. It hit my Kindle today. What is Um, it? It's Midnight Sun. (laughs) Which is not necessarily horror, um, unless you consider sparkly vampires. It's like a gothic. I mean, when I say gothic (laughs) very loosely, I say it incredibly loosely. But I mean, how else what genre would you I, under. I would put it under uh, paranormal romance. 
God, that's so specific. And that's it's so big, right it's to what it is. It's a big genre. It's a big, no, big genre. No, you're yeah. right. That's exactly what it is. See, guys, this shows how, like, little I am in the book world. Yeah, I read books. No, like, we are just teaching me things. Yeah, I mean, Kara is coming in hot and learning all the things and very excited Woo! about it. So, yeah, she, you, you reread Twilight and watched the movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> guys, I reread Twilight in one day. It is so good. And also, when I first, the first half, at least, I was reading it and I felt like I was like a 16 again reading it. I was like, God, it's so good. What's going to happen? And then I watched the movie and I'm like, God, this movie fucking sucks in comparison. It was not like, as good as a book at all. Not. Oh, my God. I, mean, not I still enjoyed like the, it in its own cheesy same. corniness sort of way. If, if it was its own thing, if it was not related to a book, it would be good on its own and separate. But like the book, just reading that again as an adult, problematic, number one. A lot of huge, huge red flags. Number two, though, really good. There, I did not get an inch of like Paramore Decode in there, though, which was depressing. <laughs> but it was good, and I'm really excited to read Midnight Sun now. Just go back to back. I'm super excited. I'm gonna crack into that book tonight, and uh, <gasps> then that'll be Me our too. that'll be our next episode. We're our next episode will be our big like full length episode because this is books and bites. We're gonna get back into book bays and bubbles, and we will fully review Midnight Sun. Um, and we're Yay! excited to talk about it because if, uh, make sure you listen to our last episode where we kind of discussed Twilight, our favorite moments and the books and the movies and the what the fuck moments and, and our favorite yeah, songs. So it is so, so funny. funny. And we had so much fun kind of recapping, rereading articles and doing all the things to prepare for Midnight Sun, just like I think everyone has been doing. And um, we are excited to read and review. So keep an eye out for our next episode coming out um, in, we're hoping... Well, bi-weekly so in a week um or two right um, so i was like bi-weekly. i don't have a calendar right now yeah but so like you, you know keep an eye out for it yeah yeah that is our there. next episode and uh we are stoked and we're excited to nerd out we are so excited it's gonna be so good and alex i'm so sorry but guys i'm gonna plug this until her <laughs> new book comes out september 15th Oh, should I not? I don't want to. No, it's okay. Spot. Too bad. <laughs> um, Alice Rosa, her book is coming out September 15th. And we're going to dive into that a little bit later because her cover reveal is also the end of this month. And chefs kiss you guys. So we're going to get to know Alex a little bit more um, for the upcoming weeks to her book release. So just wanted to put that on anybody's radar. Thanks for the okay. support, Cara. Always. I will support you forever i might sound aggressive because i love you okay i hope you guys liked our episode we like chalking chalking to chalking each other to you. <laughs> definitely subscribe leave us a review please. follow us on instagram please. uh thank you I'm, so much like, for listening this is thank this you is guys. great we're having so much fun yay we'll see you next time bye biblio bitches bye biblio bitches